We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. While some of us are moving rhythmically, he has got his swerve on. I'm talking about Mark Milton right there. Mark Milton Show. And I'm The Smash. Happy-go-lucky sidekick. It's almost like Poncho and Cisco. It's almost like uh, Don Quixote and that uh, dude that was running around with him. And uh, that's a magnificent situation that we got here. For sure. How about uh, Mark Montavani, man? That that was a sharp dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sharp dude. I tell you what. I'm wondering, though, is Montavani his real last name? Because, you know, Smash is not my real name. So maybe he took that name to romanticize his character. You see what I'm saying? No, he's a very, you know, very Italian. Oh, roots. For real? Yeah, that's okay. that's him. He's got he's got a nice flowing. Oh, that dude uh, was sharp, man. Oh, he's he's very sharp. And yeah. like I said, he doesn't need to be doing it. And Knows I think that he uh, is very passionate about uh, the role. And yeah. and I think he believes that he can make a big difference. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny because we're talking about you know St. Louis, the public safety issues, and and just kind of the black eye that we've had on our region. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean kind of started in 2014 with the yeah. Michael Brown shooting and and then this week, you know, last Sunday you've got national news again with with yeah. the the two two lawyers the McCloskeys at the McCloskeys out on their front lawn uh waving their guns at at uh protesters and I know there's been conflicting reports on what exactly went down. Uh, what was what was your take on on the situation? Well, I take that there's going to be a sitcom called the McCloskeys. <laughs> It's going to be people <laughs> from all over the country reality show with their guns and protecting their property and everything. My take on a situation, I know Portland Place. I have a friend who lives there who used to be in the uh, television business. And uh, that place is a, a lockdown place. It you is. don't come into that place. Those gates are there uh, to, of course, mark the boundary, but also to keep people out. We're not supposed to be in there or not invited in there. Now, you've got these guys who are going across to supposedly get to uh, Mayor Cruson's house. Which, yeah, let's talk about that. It doesn't really make sense because I don't she think don't you live need, in the neighborhood. Well, right. You don't need to go through yeah. those gates. So right. if you're sitting on your back patio eating a Sunday dinner with your yep. family and you see a mob yeah. of 300 right. people plus beating on a, on a gate, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can blame them for doing being nervous, being yes. nervous yes. calling the police. Yes. Uh, police aren't coming. Yeah. Uh, they obviously have guns in their house. Um, I don't know if I would yeah. have gone out on the front lawn and antagonized the group. Yes. Uh, you know, antagonized right. the group. That's what they did. I think if it was me, I definitely would have had my gun at the ready. Yeah. Uh, in case something were to happen, they came near my door or I've on got, my lawn. Uh, you or know, even I think, on the lawn, but definitely near my door. You would, yeah. I mean, I think that that's a totally reasonable response. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine the sort of adrenaline or the fear that they must have yeah. been in when, when you know, yeah. when the situation was actually occurring. Oh, yeah. You ever been in like in a in a fight where you uh, might possibly get your ass kicked, but you don't <sighs> want to get your ass kicked, so you got to fight. Not that's really. Most people, now, you know, man. I've been in some group skirmishes. I actually got a nickname, the medic, um, because because uh, <laughs> the one I can recall was uh you know there were a lot of haymakers being thrown and i think because of my size yes i think in a group skirmish you're probably not gonna necessarily want to tango with me you wouldn't be the first guy they chase right and so i did get a cute i did get the nickname of the medic because i was (laughs) uh the only one who didn't get hit in a a group skirmish and uh 
I, I was kind of, you know, going around checking everyone else to That's make good. sure everything was good. That's good. And so Milty the medic was born That's as a result. Good. But no, I, you know, in the, yeah, it's, it's, you know, the adrenaline anytime you're in a situation like that is pumping. Um, yeah. But you know, here, here's what the deal is, man. These guys said that the gate was knocked down already. It's kind of like, hey, that gate is never knocked down, all right? Well, it's a wrought iron steel exactly. gate. Now, this is the question I have, and we, I was hoping we could get Al Watkins on uh, to talk we'll about this. And maybe, maybe we'll get him on next week. But, you know, there are conflicting reports about whether the gate was torn down after the incident yeah. to try to almost like they staged it. Right. Because there was a video I saw where – some protesters were going through, and it didn't look like it was. Yeah, it looked like it had just been swung open. Uh huh. So I don't know what. But that's to the believe. boundary, man. You don't come into the gate exactly. Because you're not supposed to come into that area. Exactly. It's private property, and you don't need. It's a one block street. Yeah. And so you don't need to go through there, other than maybe to create some mayhem. I mean, I think yeah. that's what you know they were fearing was what purpose is this group coming in here for other than to burn our house down and that's what they i saw them on tucker carlson and they've been on cnn yeah, or at least right. mr mccloskey and his lawyer yeah saying that they feared that they were going to burn their house down they were going to murder sure. them they were going to kill their dogs yeah. and i think they were yelling things like that at the mccloskeys um and well, those, <laughs> those folks were going through that neighborhood to put a scare on that echelon of people all right to let them know hey you better be on our side, otherwise the street starts to burn. And they, by their presence, put a message forth. Problem is, Mr. McCloskey, all he needed to do was more or less stay in his house. If they start throwing paint balloons and all that kind of stuff, it's a different story. Uh, if they come to his door and try to bust down his door, different story, bang, 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 whatever it is, you need to protect yourself by, by coming out. And I ain't saying it's the wrong way. Everybody got their own fashion statements. <laughs> But you're coming out in your khakis and a nice pink shirt. It's kind of like tucked in. That's tough, man. Yeah, yeah, people don't tuck in those shirts anymore. But I tuck my. I'm wearing a tucked in yeah, polo you ain't right people. now. You are, you are my man. So <laughs> anyway, I got my needlepoint belt. Yeah. Here's I'm watching those guys, Al Watkins, who I known all the years, and Mr. McCloskey, who I do know of, uh, on uh, with Chris Cuomo. All right, and so. Chris Cuomo's trying to bust these guys and bust mm -hmm. Mr. McCloskey on, hey, uh, you're, you know, showing white privilege and, uh, you know, you have a, a white, uh, and it's all white this He's and white, white that. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about it is, wait a minute, Chris Cuomo, there's anybody who exudes white privilege, it's you. Well, not only that, but the most menacing characters in these mobs are white people. Yeah. Often it's this yeah. angry whatever just nasty right. white guy who's yeah. you know screaming and and yelling explicit you know yelling profanities and that's what it seemed to be because there was an african-american gentleman who was basically playing peacekeeper yeah. with the group and, and the mccloskey's right. like right. yeah let's move on like let's let's get out of here before this escalates and thank god it didn't escalate do you that's not realize do you not realize do you not realize that that is a part of the stratagem to this whole thing man let i don't know white, what the strategy let the white, is let the white people do the the yelling, the screaming, and all that kind of stuff. And those who are not are the ones who maintain the calm, make the situation a little bit easier and everything. It's all in the imaging of it because if it was angry black men who are doing that kind of stuff, then there's going to be a racial tinge on it that doesn't need to be had as far as attaining what your ultimate goal is, and that is to uh, 
come out of your down, downtroddenness. Well, and this is the whole this whole debate over you know peaceful protest. I mean, obviously, I have no problem with peaceful protesting. Yeah, nobody. I mean, no, everyone would say that. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, if you are tearing down barricades, if you're blocking off city streets, you're no longer a peaceful protest. That's right. I mean, that's what it, that's what like the the Chris Cuomo's of the world, the Don Lamonts, yeah, of right. CNN. I mean, they don't. They don't ever say that. They just like to say they were peacefully protesting and yeah. they were they were assaulted with uh, you know guns and they're, all this. They're stuff. riling people up, is what the guys like Cuomo are doing. And I I like Cuomo. I used to watch him every morning when I used to get up that early, and he's now on now on at night. But I'm thinking to myself, man, you over here trying to bust this guy on him being white and protecting his property when in the bottom line on the bottom line, you, Mr. Cuomo who live in one of those kinds of communities would have done the same thing. When that fear ran into your blood, you would go out to protect your house. I myself would have stayed in to protect my house. And, uh, you know, it's like the Daniel Boone house out there in uh, Defiance. Yeah. See, Daniel Boone was smart, man. He knew that the, he was going to have trouble out there in the frontier. So he put little tiny holes in the wall to the outside. And he had this where the gun uh, things were going bang, bang, bang. So... Nobody. Well, I think part of their again, I don't want to speak for them, but you, I think on your new house, you need to put those kind of turrets <laughs> on your house. That's I think, what I'm saying. You, I think part of the fear or the reason they reacted the way they did too is, you know, I heard them interviewed and they said, you know, they basically put their whole life into that house. Yeah, they had built it. You know, they had re restored it right. 35 years. Started restoring it 35 years ago. Yeah, um, and so maybe they feared, you know, the property destruction. Which in Missouri, you're allowed to defend your property with, you know, Here's, with force. Here's the irony of it all. This dude, Mr. McCloskey, is a civil rights attorney. I know. And he's uh, representing a young black man who got jacked around by the police. Right. And he's trying to help that situation out. And uh, for him to be portrayed as a guy who don't like black folks, as a guy who's exuding uh, white privilege, is kind of like preposterous to me, especially from the guy's who are saying that about him because they are the white privileged ones. Well, it's it's an unfortunate situation all around. I mean, you hate to see that, you know, you hate to see St. Louis painted in that in that light. I mean, it's I mean, well, the irony here is that these people, the McCloskeys, I mean, not a lot of people are willing to invest money in the city and, and restore a house yeah. like that. And, and they were willing to move from the suburbs down into the city. Yep. And now they're being portrayed as these, as these elitist white people, yeah, which right. is, couldn't really be farther from the truth for somebody who's willing to move down there and exactly put money right. into a house in the city. Because they could easily have a multi-million dollar house out in the county and not have to deal with that, you know, that sort of stuff. Beyond that, the McCloskeys are both attorneys and Mr. McCloskey, I know... Beyond the, you know, building back up uh, in that part of the city, restoration that was done by their going into that area, this dude is building up the city by representing black folks who are getting into trouble, well, whether he it was. be for real. He or, was. I don't yeah, know if he's going to get any more anymore. Good point. Sir. It's unfortunate. But, good point. Uh, good point. Well, you're listening to the Mark Millen Show. We're not going to solve all the problems in the world, but we're at least going to talk about them and try to at least entertain you here at the Mark Milton Show with the smash from the Miller Furniture Studios, they have their half price sale going on through July 7th. Smash, maybe go out there and get yourself a new dining room set or a couch, a sectional. Uh, I've been there. It's the uh, Lake St. Louis. Yeah, store. it's beautiful. I noticed, you know, I mean, it's a lake there, right? They, they got the, it's part of that meadow yeah, uh, commons. The there, yeah. But that's Lake St. Louis. Yep. They don't have one waterbed. Oh, well, I mean, waterbeds are pretty much out of style. Nobody has waterbeds anymore. But what they do have is they have mattresses, and they have Amish-made bedroom furniture. Prices can't be beat. Half-price sale through July 7th. 
Visit MillerFurniture.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, Furniture.com. I was going to fill mine with Avion water, just to be current <laughs> with the time. You're listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash. We'll be right back in a second.